What an exciting Sunday that we have a chance to come and bring all three of our worship styles together and be the church together. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm Pastor Kyle Thompson. Just glad to have all of us here, especially our guests. We've been praying for you and are just grateful that God has led you here to join us in worship today. We've been reading through the Bible this year in a special copy of, it's an abridged version in chronological order in a book called The Story, The Greatest Story Ever Told, The Story of God's Love for Us. And if you're new here and you'd like a, a free copy of that, just stop by our Welcome Center on the way out uh, in the lobby. We'd love to give you a copy of that. And we're going to kind of go through two chapters today, and we're going to kind of focus on something. Uh, the, the Apostle Paul, who started most of the churches in the early church, he wrote most of the New Testament, has to teach us about what it means to be the church. And then next Sunday, uh, we're going to read uh, ahead of next Sunday, chapter 31. It's the last chapter in the book, the last book of the Bible. And that covers the book of Revelation, which uh, many people have a hard time understanding, and some of us are scared of that, but it's a very hopeful book. And so I encourage you to, to finish strong, or if this is your first Sunday, just you know pick that up and read chapter 31 and come back next week, and we'll talk about that. Uh, and I hope we'll learn a lot about that together. Uh, but today we're kind of focused on Paul and some of his life and his teaching. Uh, and in this special uh, service that we've had, I invited a good friend of mine to come and help me talk about that today. You might recognize him as Mr. Potato Head. And so uh, he's with us here, but he seems to be looking a little odd today. Do you guys notice something might be strange about Mr. Potato Head today? What? what I, I'd ask him, but I don't think he could talk. I don't see a mouth, you know, and, and yeah, a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of eyes there. And, you know, when that popcorn starts popping in a few minutes out there, he's going to miss out on, on smelling that. So let me see if I can help Mr. Potato Head out. I think I might have some things back here that might be able to help him out today. Let's see if I can make a change. Let's try this. How's that, Mr. Potato Head? No? Well, he still can't talk, can he? Now he can smell the popcorn pretty good. Yeah? All right. All right. Let me try this one more time. See what can see what can happen here. Mr. Potato Head, hang on there, buddy. Yeah, let's try this. Let's see here. How's that, Mr. Potato Head? No, it's still not right. What? Wait. He's a little shy. Y'all didn't know one of my gifts is potato whisperer. <laughs> he says that I'm hopeless and I just can't get him put together. And would I maybe ask someone from the congregation to come and help me? Do I have any volunteers out there who, who might be able to come and help me? Mason, you want to come back up here, buddy? See if you can come get this right. Let's see if we can figure out how to help get Mr. Potato Head put together in the right way. What do you think? You like that? All right, that looks like a good nose with some facial hair. Let's get right there. It is. Good job, man. And that's a nice looking smile. Let's see if it's gonna. All right. Is it gonna stay? Stay right there. What do y'all think? Yeah. All right. Let's get Mason. Mason, hang on, buddy. You're a big help here, so I'm going to let you pick out a bag of chips there. Grab whichever one you want. 
Hey, here's some Gatorade, man. It's going to make you thirsty. Just Mason another hand. Thanks. That was great. Is anybody else hungry today? Wow, we got a lot of hungry people. Look at, look at over here. There's a couple. One more. All right, let's see how good the arm is. There's some. Oh, that was short. How about that? Anybody up high? Let's see. Whoa. All right, one more. One more. Whoop. Whoops. All right, I got to get rid of all of them. Anybody else hungry? Anybody over here? One, two. All right, right in the middle, Mike. Here we go. Oh, that's a good try. Hey, I'm going to... I don't know if Cam can make these things fly. There's just no weight in them. There we go. There we go. Wow. <laughs> Last one, anyone? Right there. Right at the camera. You guys get a face. All right. Good job. All right. <laughs> Throw the Gatorades. <laughs> I'm going to hand the Gatorades out. We're going to hand the Gatorades out. One, there we go. All right. Good job. He dropped it. But anyway, it, it's plastic. It didn't hurt anybody. All right. So we've got Potato Head here. What'd you say? Huh? Uh, please don't skin me and make me into potato chips. Well, no, no worries. We're not going to do that today. So you're safe. Actually, Mr. Potato Head has a lot to teach us about being the church. And we're going to see that in part of the Bible in the New Testament. Again, this guy, Paul, he was an awesome guy. At first, he, he kind of was against Christianity, but then he met Jesus and he turned a, a new leaf. He, he changed his entire life. And so he began to follow Christ and he began to start churches all over the world and he would write them letters. And again, that's how we got most of the New Testament. And so today we're going to read a very important passage from Paul that he wrote a letter to a church in Corinth, which is in Greece. And so he wrote the Corinthians. This is his first letter, very famous letter. And he's trying to teach them about what the church is supposed to be because they're a brand new church. They're trying to figure things out. And so what he told them I think kind of is in sync with Mr. Potato Head and will actually teach us about what it means to be the church. So let's look at what Paul wrote about being the church in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul says that your body has many parts, limbs and organs and cells, but no matter how many parts you can name, you're still one body. It's exactly the same with Christ. A body isn't just a single part that's blown up into something huge, like, you know, a big eye or a big mouth. It's all the different but similar parts arranged and functioning together. If the foot said, I'm not elegant like the hand embellished with rings, I guess I don't belong to this body, would that make it so? No. If ear said, I'm not beautiful like I, uh, and limpid and expressive, I don't deserve a place on the head. Would you want to remove it from the body? Absolutely not. If the body was all an eye, how could it hear? If it was all an ear, how could it smell? As it is, we see that God has carefully placed each part of the body right where he wanted it. But I also want to, you to think about how this keeps your significance from getting blown up into self-importance. In other words, don't get a big head. Right? For no matter how significant you are, it's only because of what you are a part of. 
an enormous eye or a gigantic hand wouldn't be a body, it'd be a monster. What we have is one body with many parts. One body with many parts, each its proper size and in its proper place. No part is important on its own. No part is important on its own. Can you imagine the eye telling the hand, get lost, I don't need you? Or, right? The way God designed our bodies is a model for understanding our lives together as a church. Every part dependent on every other part. The parts we mention and the parts we don't. The parts we see and the parts we don't. If one part hurts, every other part is involved in the hurt and in the healing. If one part flourishes, does well, then every other part enters into the exuberance, the celebration. You are Christ's body. That's who you are. You must never forget this. I want to leave that last verse up there and just invite you to say it with me, but want to change the word you into we, okay? So let's make you we, and let's say that out loud together. We are Christ's body. That's who we are. We must never forget this. So Paul gives this awesome illustration of the church as a human body, and that we all have been given different gifts to make up that body. Some of us are eyes, and some of us are noses, some of us are ears, some of us are hands, some of us are feet, some of us are the bones, some of us are the veins, some of us are the, the blood, right? Some of it you can see, some of it you can't, but we all make up the body of Jesus. We all make up this church, one body, many parts. So as we think about, well, so what does that mean for us in our lives? What does it mean for you? What does it mean for me? What does it mean for South Park Church? I think today's so what moment, what's the big idea kind of a thing, is that the church is like Mr. Potato Head, right? The church is like Mrs. Potato Head. One body, many parts. And all of us play a unique role, and we contribute to the body of the church, to the body of Christ. And so we need not be jealous of someone else's great gifts. Like, man, I really wish I could sing, or I really wish I could be a small group leader. I really wish that I could be the one who, you know, is over the, the Haiti trip, right? We, sometimes we look and see what other people do, and we want that for us, and it's great what they're doing, but God has also made us a special part of the body. And that if, if we're not coming and using our gifts then the body of Christ, the body of the church suffers. And so if, if we're the eyes uh, and, and we're not serving God, then, then the body hurts and, and there's no way to see. And so, you know, it's important for us to know that. And, and, and by the same token, right, when we are the eyes or we are the nose or we are the mouth or the hands or the feet, you know, God doesn't want us to, to focus the attention on ourselves or to get, a, you know, a big ego or a big head about that because God says the only, the, only, the only thing about us being important is because we're a part of something bigger than who we are. If the body was just a great big eye, then how could it hear? How could it walk? How could it talk? The body was just a big ear. How could it see? And so we're important because we're a part of something bigger than who we are. And we should be grateful that God has given us special gifts to advance the kingdom of God in the world. And so one body, many parts. The church is like Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head. And so what I'd invite you to do this week is to intentionally sit down in your prayer time with God or with your discussion with your small group or your class or, or in your own family when you get home is to talk about this. And, and the question I want you to ask yourself is if the, if the 
Church is the body of Christ. If the church is the Mr. Potato Head for God in the world, what part are you? What part are you? Are, are you the eye? Are you the ear? The foot? Or, you know, something that, that people see a lot? Or, or maybe you're a behind-the-scenes kind of a person, the bones of the, of the church or the blood of the church or the, the arteries and the veins that you, you make sure things get done. I mean, I think about like our setup and takedown team, how we don't see them here at the crack of dawn. And, and when we're gone to lunch after church, they're still here packing everything up. And so that's like, that's, they're like the bone of our church, right? The, the, the framework the skeleton. And so, and, and then those of us who are up here, you know, preaching and singing and those of us who are teaching and explores and then all the groups and, and the outreach that we do throughout the week, we're all important and we're all necessary. And God has a role for you. Do you know what that role is? And some of us have multiple roles to play. And are we doing what God has given us the gifts to do for the, the glory of Jesus through the local church, through South Park Church, right? Because if we're not, then the body might be missing the nose or the body might be missing the mouth. The body might be missing the ears. And so if we're withholding from God, then we are taking away from building the kingdom of God in our community. Which part are you? And if we're kind of sitting on the sidelines and we're not sure where to plug in, we'll be glad to help you do that. And, you know, next month we'll all have a chance to turn in a stewardship commitment card for, for how we're going to serve God in 2019. And, and that's very important. And I invite you to start praying about how is it God's calling you to be a part of the ministries through this congregation. And if we're kind of sitting on the sidelines, then instead of being Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head, we're going to be more likely to be a couch potato. We have a, a picture of that. And so, again... That's not where God wants us to be, right? To watch football after the, the, the sermon today, yeah, absolutely. But as a church member, God doesn't want us to be the couch potato. God wants us to be on the front lines, to be Mr. Potato Head, to be Mrs. Potato Head, that we are a part of something bigger than ourselves that's making a difference in the world, and that's powerful. And as we think about in the Bible elsewhere, in the book of Acts, it's in the New Testament, it's the story of the birth of the church, and and the book of Acts teaches us what the early church looked like and what they did. And what's exciting to see is that when we all come together and we become the body of Christ, when we become the church of Christ, then we can do amazing things. So in the, in the early church, it says that they were gathered together in homes and they eat together and, and they fellowship. And we do that through our small group ministries. That In the early church, they would worship together. They come together like we're, we're doing right now and they're praising God and, and being a witness to the world. It said in the early church that people brought together their resources, their time and their money and they pulled them together so that anyone who had need would be taken care of. And, and that's what we do when we feed the, the homeless up in uptown Charlotte or we go down to Haiti and we're going to provide clean water for two entire towns, two entire communities. When, when we help rescue a hundred different women from, uh, from uh, trafficking, human trafficking here in Charlotte, you know, partnering with another Christian organization here, right? That's the body of Christ at work. We have launched two entire congregations, helped to launch two congregations, uh, one in Winston-Salem, one in Asheville, North Carolina, that are, that are reaching the people in their communities for Jesus. One of those churches has already grown to three campuses, and, and we've helped pay for, for two of those campuses through our generosity. And, and it's just amazing what we do when we come together as a congregation. Our Love South Park initiative where we're totally redeveloping our church property that we've been on for 50 years so that we can reach people for Jesus. Right? It's going to be this amazing mixed-use development. And you know, we're a partner with several other groups that are doing that. And it's become a $200 million project. 
And we've given everything so that we can reach people for Jesus in our community. We can't do that on our own. God calls us to use our gifts and our talents and our abilities to join together with the, with the, the, the businesses and, and the city council and all that to make this possible. And our goal is to be in the middle of that to reach people for Jesus. When we come together, we can do amazing things for God. Brothers and sisters, what part do you play? What part does God need you to play in the life of our church? You know, the church is, is also, it's a family. And like a family, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, 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 and when we're doing things well, we're such a great light to the world. You know, when, when the world looks for Jesus, they look to the church because Jesus has risen from the dead. He's gone into heaven. He's going to come back physically. He's with us in spirit now. But when the world needs to see the church, when the world needs to see Jesus, they look to the church. And when we get it right, when we're good, man, that's great. And it's one thing I love about our church families. We love each other and we care for each other and we have fun with each other. We kid around with each other and we we do great things and we serve God together. And and the church is, is a family. And just like your family and my family, sometimes that can that can have a mess. And so sometimes we fight. Sometimes we argue. Sometimes we disagree. Sometimes we disappoint each other. Sometimes we, we let each other down. And the great thing about that and what separates us from the world is that when we, when we hurt each other, and sometimes we can be ugly and nasty to each other, even the church that, that we come and we find that we can forgive each other. Just as Jesus forgave those who killed him. That, that, is, that is our witness and our example. I'm, this is the seventh year that I've been able to serve as your pastor. And in that time, uh, I know that I've done a lot of good things for you. And I've done a lot of things that have been hurtful. I know that I hopefully have inspired you. And, and sometimes I've, I've broken your heart. And I'm so sorry for those times. And in the midst of that, we, we move forward together. And we love each other. And we call each other out. We speak the truth in love. But, but we find a way to forgive each other and to move forward. And that's a special thing about being the church. And so um, just from a personal perspective, I, I just, I would like to thank you all for the love and concern that you share with me and my family over the past couple of weeks as my mom has gone through heart surgery. She's had open heart surgery and, you know, that's a scary thing. It's a tough time. And, you know, praise God, she's home from the hospital now. It went well. She's recovering and she, you know, she's got a long way to recover. But, you know, I could not have made it without your prayers and your thoughts. And, hey, Pastor Kyle, when I love you, can I do anything? I'm praying for you. Just so many of you have reached out. And I know you reached out to Pastor Nancy recently from her brother had, you know, surgery for cancer. And, you know, sometimes it's hard as pastors to receive that. But it, we, we love that so much. And we appreciate that as we try to care for you, that you care for us. And it's, I'm just, I feel so grateful to God to be a part of this church family that loves each other, loves our community, tries to do our best. And, and we're not perfect and we get it wrong a lot of times, but, but we, we pick each other up, we forgive each other and we move forward. It's just amazing that we are the church. And so today, uh, when, you, when you leave, we're gonna hand, hand out to you a, a gift. Uh, we've got a potato chip clip for you uh, in keeping with our theme of the day. And so it's got our church logo on it and it says that we are the church. And so it's got a magnet on it. It's really nice. You can put it up on your fridge or use it on your chips. But, but whenever you do that, just remember we are the body of Christ. We are the church together. It's just a fun way. When you see that chip clip, just give God a quick prayer and say, thank you, God, for calling me to be a part of South Park Church. So I'm Potato Head. You're Potato Head. We are Potato Head together. I'm the church. You're the church. 
We are the church together. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Amen.